Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Have We Met? Today, we have a very special guest on our podcast. We have Emma Tesler joining us, who is the owner and founder of 95 Media, which is a social media management and digital marketing agency. Welcome, Emma. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. I am so excited that you're here. Um, This is pretty full circle for me because I used to work for Emma when I just had just started out as a social media manager at 95 Media, and I learned so, so much working for Emma. Um, You know, so many things that I still use in my business to this day. So it's just very full circle to be able to interview you today and hear all of your knowledge about being an entrepreneur and the social media world. I love that. I love those full circle moments where you kind of like go back and you realize why everything happened the way it did and why you met that person a year ago for us to be here and to see you flourish so much over the past year has been really amazing as well. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I I just love like I think my one of my most favorite things about being an online business owner is making these connections with people all across the world and a lot of the times across the United States because, you know, being an entrepreneur can kind of be lonely sometimes and having somebody else that does the exact same thing as you do and has, you know, is already in your shoes is just really amazing. So yeah. All right. Well, let's jump into today's questions. So my first question for you today is, What initially inspired you to become an entrepreneur? What's the story of how 95 Media was born? So I got exposed to the world of digital marketing, I like to say, back in 2015 when not a lot of people were in this space. It was so new. It was so mostly like sunset photos and photos of your dinner. (laughs) And I was at an internship. I was in college at the time and I was interning for someone who wanted to start a new branch of her business on social media. And I was the youngest person on her team. I was like 19 at the time. And she just gave me her phone. She said, figure it out. (laughs) Let's see what this is about. And I did, and it went really well. And as I started to do that, in this time when a lot of businesses weren't utilizing social media in the way that she asked me to and I started to explore, it was kind of an odd realization for me because I could see that this was the future. You know, we're, I'm a I'm like a young millennial, but I didn't grow up my entire life with social. Obviously everyone older than me certainly did not grow up in the entire world of digital marketing, social media, the online space. And so it's hard for a lot of brand owners, or I guess it was hard for a lot of brand owners to see that this was the future, but it was super exciting for me. And so Um, When that internship was done, I continued to take on clients on the side. I worked full time and was building 95 on the side, doing those crazy side hustle hours that many of us know of. And um, it really wasn't until COVID that I was able to see, you know, that this really could turn into something that I could, you know, go into full time. And that was always the goal, but I really didn't have that clear vision of how or when it would happen. But when COVID hit, the industry I was working in really took a downfall. It was hit very hard. And obviously our space, the world of social media marketing skyrocketed. And so 
it was that year when I knew if I didn't leave that job, then I would have a very hard time convincing myself to do so in the future. And so I left my full-time job almost two years ago now and went into this full-time. And it was so scary, as many of us know, if you've ever done that, to take that huge leap on yourself and on what you are building. Um, But it was truly the best decision that I've ever made. And since then, we've exploded, we've grown so much, we've helped so many people. And so that's kind of the overarching journey of, you know, where, how we've gotten to this point. And, you know, everyone's entrepreneurship journey is so interesting to learn about because everyone's looks so different, but it is kind of like that drive that you either have in you or you don't, because not everyone's meant to be an entrepreneur that really kind of sets you apart from, from the rest of the crowd. What an amazing story. I love that. So if you've been doing this since 2015, how have you seen the social media industry change throughout working in social media? And how do you overcome those obstacles, you know, helping other clients while it's like one of the most, the quickest growing industries that we see in our world today? Yeah. Not only the quickest growing, but the most fast moving, you know, it, it changes more than any other industry I'd say in the entire world. <laughs> yeah. It has obviously changed an extraordinary amount over the past seven years. I will say it's moved and changed faster over the past two years than I think over the previous five you know, social media was what it was. Instagram was what it was for so long. And then when COVID hit and our lifestyles changed and the way that we consume content and approach content and our attention spans minimized to like four seconds, that really obviously impacted social media in a really big way. And then you add in the emergence of TikTok because TikTok was a thing prior to COVID, but it really didn't obviously take off until COVID. And that has had the greatest impact on social media as a whole and digital marketing as a whole than anything I've seen because, you know, it's changed the way that other apps operate and it's changed the way that consumers want to look at content and the way they interact with content. And so, while seven years feels like a long time, it's really been the past two that I would say have presented the most challenges. But at the same time, that's a big reason why I got in this industry. And I think that's why so many of us are in this space is because it keeps you on your toes like nothing else ever will. (laughs) So while we all complain and we, you know, talk about the algorithm changing every other day, I think that that's a really fun aspect of what we do because I come from the design world where it's a very old industry. Things have not changed in a very long time and it gets boring. You know, we all, we all switch jobs so often, especially in today's world. And so I think that the, this space, this world of digital marketing actually keeps people in it longer because it changes so much. So it's kind of a double-edged sword. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. And it's also kind of a great problem to have because at this point, if you're a business that is not on social media, you are missing out on some serious, serious money. So, you know, just kind of overcoming all of those little obstacles while you've got probably more and more people coming knocking at your door every day saying, hey, I really need a social media manager is kind of a really cool thing to be a part of. Absolutely. And to be that resource for people and to say, we keep up on this so you don't have to, you know, that's a huge asset for any brand to be able to bring someone on the team who 
is as in touch and is excited to stay in touch with what's happening in the online space. Mm -hmm, For sure. What would you say out of all businesses that you see absolutely kill it on social media, what is one thing in common that all of those businesses have, would you say? I think they are in touch with their consumer because a lot of brands try and just copy what other people are doing, which can work to a certain extent. It will get you so far. But when you don't look at your data, when you don't look at the people consuming and engaging with your content, you're missing out on speaking to them in a really personal and deep way that can help build community which is the biggest thing right now is that everyone wants community and the brands that are doing it the best are the ones who are listening to their consumer and actually making changes based on what they're saying, because it's very easy to create content that you enjoy creating. Like we're all really good at creating content that we love, but it's a lot harder to create content that maybe you don't enjoy as much, but your consumer really likes. And I think that that's such a beautiful thing about TikTok in particular is that what you do on TikTok is you essentially just create and create and create and wait to see what hits. And then you just deep dive into what hits because it's so um, black and white on TikTok in terms of the differentials of your performance versus Instagram, where you might get like 3000 views and then 2000 and then 10,000. And there's not a huge difference, but on TikTok, it's very easy to see that the content that really connects with your audience. And so when you don't go deep into that thing that really hits and connects, it's a very big missed opportunity that a lot of brands are actually missing the mark on. Absolutely. I feel like too, the brands that I really see kill it on social media are people that aren't afraid to be unique from their competitor. Like once you find that unique brand voice and unique, you know, strategy with content, that is going to set you apart in the long run. Sure. There is absolutely strategy involved in that, seeing, you know, what people respond to and like and dislike, you know, with metrics and things like that. But it gets so old to see, you know, three different interior design brands that all have the same approach to their consumer or three different, you know, e-commerce brands that all have the same approach. Um, Just really finding that unique way to talk to your audience because you're also going to attract a different type of person compared to your competitor. So just the whole strategy piece is very, very interesting. Yeah. And on that note with like those unique things that make you stand out, people oftentimes shy away from that because the things that make you unique are typically the things that feel weird doing on social. And it's Mm -hmm. the things that kind of feel stupid to be getting on camera and doing or talking about or acting. Um, But it's those things. It's the things that are so weird, that make you so uncomfortable, that actually people are deeply, deeply looking for and attracted to because it's different than all of the other things that they're seeing every day. We're so overwhelmed with content consumption right now. We consume so much content that we don't even realize we're consuming, that it is that weird different thing that's going to make us go back. It's going to make us follow. It's going to make us click the link in bio or click the link to shop. And that's what you're looking for at the end of the day as a brand. Absolutely. Okay. I have the next question I have for you is I'm sure a lot of people will be really interested in this, but I really just want to ask it for myself because this is what I, this is like 
my most interesting question I think that I have for today. So you have built a team of nine women for 95 Media. If you're listening to this and you're not an entrepreneur, that is a huge, huge feat. I am in the process right now of building a team and going through all of those obstacles, and it is really hard. So talk a little bit about that process. At what point in your business did you say, okay, I need to expand you know, the process of investing in different people and different team members? Um, yeah, just that whole spiel. I know that's a loaded question, but. It's loaded, but I love it. It's such a good question. Yeah. I actually started hiring before I was paying myself, which I think is something that a lot of people don't do, which is totally valid. A lot of people can't afford to do that. But I was working full time at the at that point, And I was just, you know, I couldn't do engagement during the day. I, I couldn't do those things that we have to do in our industry while working full time. And so I, my first hire was just someone to do engagement. It was just an hourly position, just engagement for the two or three clients I had at the time um, while I was at work. And then I'd get home and I'd respond to all my emails and do all the content and everything until midnight and all weekend and all the things. But that was my first hire. And I will be the first to say that I had no idea what I was doing. You know, no one teaches you team management. You can learn social media management. You can learn content creation. There's so many resources for it, but I don't think there's enough resources out there on how to lead a team and how to be a good leader because that is a skill set in and of itself. And I always say, like, I have two jobs. I have running the business and running the team. Like there are, it is so different. And learning how to be a good leader, I think comes with trial and error. And there's a lot of mistakes along the way, but we, you know, I hire based on demand, based on how many clients we have, but I'm also, one of the things I do differently than a lot of brands is I pre-hire. So I, I have, I'm very particular in how things get done. And so for me, I really like to have an extensive training period before my team gets to manage an account. And so I typically have about a month of someone working for me that's just doing um, shadowing, you know, another team member, helping them with their work, doing practice, practice exercises. Um, and then when a client comes on and I feel that they're a good fit for them, then I kind of match them and we they move into an account manager position. A lot of people, and I did this in the beginning too, you know, I waited until I had work to hire. And the problem with that was that there was no time to train the team before they were put in that role. And that's not fair to them. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to the client. And so as I saw that start to happen and start to see a lack of work quality across the team, that's when I really started to realize that there needed to be a more extensive training process for everyone to do things in the way that we do them as a company which I think comes as your team grows and as your company grows, like there doesn't necessarily need to be consistency in the very beginning, but everyone does things slightly differently and everyone's going to bring a different skill set to the table. So while there are, there is training, I'm always looking for in my team, what they do best, because I want to help them capitalize on their skills and bring those skills to our clients. So maybe someone comes to the team and they're really great at copy. So I'm going to think of them for a client that needs a lot of blog and email work, or they come to my team and they're really great at content creation and they like to be on video. I'm going to put them in that role for the client that comes to us next. And so it's looking at people and being able to assess their skill sets. They're 
greats and their weaknesses. You know, people have both of them, but, you know, building a team of nine, I, I couldn't do it the way I do right now without our account director on our team too, which I made that hire almost a year ago because that team management part of my position was just growing to a point where I couldn't do that plus everything else I needed to do to grow the brand. And so in our director role, that's kind of the person between myself and the team at this point. So she manages a lot of the team. She meets with them on a weekly basis. She reviews content, et cetera. And that has been a game changer for us as a company. Absolutely. I feel like the main issue that I have when I am about to make a hire is I've been doing social media work now for two years. Like, Where do you even find the time to slow down something that you're so in the routine of creating content, doing your hashtag strategy, making your analytics report to slow down and say to someone else? this is how I do this. Let mm-hmm. me show you you know, something that is so second nature to me now doing it for two years you know, to somebody that either you know, isn't doing it as often as you or is more at a beginner or intermediate level. It's, it's really kind of messes with your mind to like have to slow down and be like, okay, this is going to be the needle mover for my business to slow down and like train these people for a month and and get everybody situated so we can grow even more. Well, I will say that one of the best things I did and I think I think we had it when you were working with us. I can't remember, but mm-hmm. I built out a team dashboard. So I essentially created an online course to onboard the team because I was saying the same things and doing the same things a million times and that's not productive for anyone. And so it's a constant work in progress, but I essentially have all of the training. Like I do not personally train people on our team. They go through this dashboard and it is an extensive amount of content inside of this dashboard because we're constantly adding to it. We're constantly updating it, but it really walks someone through every single process that we have, the expectations we have, the workflows we have set up, how you do X, Y, and Z on the team so that you can just come to me with questions. And those questions, I then take and add to the dashboard. So that's how it's consistently building. If something's not clear, I'm going in and I'm making it clear for the next hire. And then when they're shadowing the person on the team, that has been really, really great because they can learn from how they do things too. So again, I'm removing myself from the process, but teaching them how we do everything for 95. Working smarter, not harder as an entrepreneur. I That is genius. I love it. <laughs> so what is the biggest lesson you've learned in owning a business? It's really been letting go of control, which is an everyday struggle for me because I am a very like type A person. I like to know what's going on. I think it's important to know what's going on. But as any company grows, you just simply can't have your hands in all of the pots. Otherwise, you are the bottleneck. And so about a year ago, that's when I started to realize I'm bottlenecking the brand. I'm the reason why we're not growing because I want to. I don't need to. I just want to know everything. Um, And the reality is I don't have to. I don't have to be that person. So that realization really led me to the account director role, which has been so incredible for us. But yeah, I think that the trust in the people that you hire is huge. And the just acceptance in releasing that control, because when you look at 
any brand, any successful brand. That is how you grow. That's, you know, you make those hires and you trust those people to lead that department or that role. Um, And so I think that's a really big one. But obviously the other one is having a social media presence and marketing your brand to your audience on that platform, no matter what industry you're in too. Because sometimes potential clients will come to me and be like, well, you know, my client isn't on TikTok or my client isn't on Instagram. And, you know, are you sure? (laughs) How do you know that? If you're not on that platform, if you're not familiar with that audience or that demographic that uses the app, you can't be sure. Um, And there's always opportunity to expand your audience into a new space as well. So I think it's important to like do that research and to, of course, once you realize, because the reality is that your audience is on every platform typically, then to take that next step and to, you know, expand your marketing efforts to grow your brand. It can only benefit you. Absolutely. Social media is the number one answer to scale your business. Point blank, period. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I think I am going to wrap up this interview with three rapid fire questions, which have been very fun in past interviews. So get ready. Here we go. Your favorite thing about being an entrepreneur in one word? Flexibility. Your favorite thing about working in social media in one word? One word. These are tough. <laughs> yes. Um, change. And last rapid fire question. If you could say one thing to your younger self, what would it be? Do it. Do it. Just, just go for it. Because I think that's what holds so many of us back is that fear of the unknown. But you literally don't know until you do it. And when you're young is the time to take those risks. You know, like literally do whatever the F you want when you're like 20 to 30, because that's the time to mess up. It's the time to make those mistakes and to learn from them. And then when you're older, 30 isn't old, but when you're older, then you can obviously like benefit and reap those, those results from what you've done. Yeah. And that one small change can, you know, completely change the rest of your trajectory of your life, which is beautiful and amazing in itself. Absolutely. Well, Thank you so much, Emma, for joining us. This interview was incredible. I knew that you would be dropping all of that value and you are absolutely amazing. So thank Thank you you so much for having me. This was super fun. I loved connecting with you. I always love talking with you, but this was great. Thank you. And where can people find you on social media? All of of that, plug yourself. Yeah. So our website is 95media.co. We're most active on Instagram. So it's 95 but spelled out n-i-n-e-t-y dot f-i-v-e dot media on instagram um and on our website we actually have a free mini course called master your marketing which is a great way to kind of learn the beginnings of social media marketing and how to get your brand up there and start capitalizing on today's online space so that's a great place to start if you're looking for a resource perfect thank you so much emma thank you Thanks so much for tuning in to the Have We Met podcast this week. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to subscribe to our show on your preferred listening platform and give us a five-star review. Your support means the world to us. If you're interested in working with Met Media for social media support in your business, 
Head to metmediastudio.com for more info. And for even more free business value and social media advice, follow us on Instagram at metmediaco and on TikTok at Meg Tabor. Until next time, this is Megan signing off.